Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another Pure Fandom Podcast of Brad and Court Talk. I'm Brad. And I'm Court. Tonight we'll be discussing the sci-fi's upcoming series, Van Helsing. The network actually aired a preview episode last weekend after Sharknado 4. That they did. For those of you who missed the preview, the new series centers around Vanessa Helsing, a distant relative of famous vampire hunter Abraham Van Helsing. Vanessa is resurrected only to find that vampires have taken over the world. She is humanity's last hope to lead the offensive to take back what has been lost. She's also surrounded by a ragtag band of soldiers, civilians, and one infected doctor who showed quite a lot of interest in a comatose Vanessa's well-being before she was bitten, of course. Hopefully, we'll get some insight on the inner workings of the good doctor's motivations with our special guest star joining us tonight. Please welcome Van Helsling's <laughs> cast member, Rakia Bernard. Hi. Thanks, guys. Oh, no problem. <laughs> great to have you guys. Definitely great to have you. Uh, I got to tell you that Brad has been pimping your show to any and everyone who will listen. And after seeing the preview episode, I'm, I'm sold. It's just amazing. Okay. I can't wait for more. Oh, thanks. Thanks. Yeah, we've enjoyed it a lot. We're going to be covering it the whole entire season when it comes out and doing reviews and everything else Me. on it. Love oh, fantastic. It. Well, I can't wait. I can't. I can't wait to show everybody. I can't wait till September 23rd. Oh, definitely. Um, I was checking out your IMDb page, and you have a pretty diverse body of work there. Did you always know that you wanted to become an actor? Um, yeah, I think so. Um, it wasn't until my last years in high school that I was like, oh, I'm actually going to do this. When I was a little girl, my parents used to call me Miss Dress Up because yeah. I would go through everyone's co- uh, closets and put on outfits and make them sit in the living room and put on shows. So. I guess it was kind of in me all along. (laughs) (laughs) So what was your uh, toughest audition, and did you get the role for that part? Uh, Did I have to audition? Yes, I I, I had to audition for the role. No, what was your your toughest audition? In my whole career? Yeah. Oh, wow. There have been thousands and thousands of auditions. Um, I think... One of the toughest auditions I, I I had to do was, I would say, my very first audition, because I didn't know what to expect. And I was, oh man, I was so nervous. It was just a couple of lines in a little movie in Toronto, and I could not get the lines out. And then I still got a call back for it. And that was even tougher. I, got, I had a callback for that movie and another movie. And um, in the first movie, I, was, I, I, was, I got even more nervous. And it was so disappointed. I cried on the way out. But I had like an hour to get to my next audition. I was on transit. I just kind of bucked down. I said, no, this one we're going to do right. And I did it, and I ended up booking it. Um, so I, I, I will always remember those two auditions. Oh, that's awesome. So you said that you did have to audition for the role of Doc. Yeah, I did. Yes. So what first attracted you to this particular role? Doc? Oh, man, what a complicated character she is. I think that was what really struck me. The writing is very Labute-ish, meaning um, like Neil Labute, our showrunner. Um, It's understated, but when you really look at the dynamics between the characters, it is so interestingly written. Um, and Doc is a very interesting character. She is uh, highly intelligent. 
Um, she is very introverted and, uh, and brash at times. And, um, and I find that very interesting to discover why she is. Um, and that's what really drew me to her. Uh, can you expand a little bit on how you became interested in doing Van Helsing? Um, I, be, I became interested because um, I, I really like sci-fi, the, the channel in general, and, uh, and I like anything that has to deal with any kind of dystopian world because um, it really uncovers the true nature of humanity. And uh, Van Helsing does a great job of really exploring that. So uh, we found out in this first episode that Doc was turned about six months ago when the team went out. Since then, Axel has mm-hmm. been donating blood to her. Uh, we gather that Axel was quite by the book, but um, we couldn't kind of figure out where he was going with this. Is, is there a little bit more to their relationship than work, or is just he that loyal person? <laughs> You're going to have to watch to find out. Oh. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> Uh, well, the next question may go that way too, but anyhow, I'm going to ask it anyhow. After the volcano okay. blew, the Marines got dropped off to protect, to protect Vanessa and Doc. Seeing how important she is to keep around, even in vampire form, would it be safe to assume that Doc is a Vanessa expert or had knowledge of existing vampires? And she, she had knowledge, um... Just in terms of uh, knowing about Vanessa, but not too, too much. You know, she really gets caught up in the whirlwind of what's happening. Um, yeah, that's about all I can say about it. <laughs> okay. Well, it kind of struck me as like she's pretty much the last person around that knew anything after like three years. And if she yeah. had only been there, only been turned into a vampire for three, uh, six months. Yeah, things kind of went downhill a little bit. A little bit, a little bit, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, one of our inter- one of our uh, editors actually did an interview with you guys back at Comic Con, and one of the things that came up uh, regarding Vanessa's blood is that, of course, it has the special properties, and there's a possibility that um, there are different types of vampires. Can you talk about that at all? <laughs> no, you guys are really <laughs> pressing. It's uh, the mystery of the show, right? It's okay. it's, it's, it's it's a discovery, you know, okay. and uh, I think even the characters are trying to figure it out too, right? Yeah, like we are just really excited. Yeah. We watched this first episode, yeah. and it's just so many questions. I know. Let me tell you, even us, because they only released a, a couple scripts at a time when we were shooting. And we, we had so many questions, and they were very generous in offering answers. But then you get the actual script, and you're like, oh, my God, how? That's very <laughs> fascinating. And I'm in awe of our writers and how, how broadly they've been able to think in, in creating this world. It's remarkable, in my opinion. <laughs> oh, I agree. All right, so we definitely can't talk about too many details from the show, but let's get back to your character. Yeah. Um, do you have okay. a process for getting into your character's head? Like, how do you approach becoming Doc? Ooh, Doc. I um, well, I, I actually worked with a good friend of mine, and and it's going to sound weird, but it's part of an actor process. I did a lot of animal work, mm-hmm. and um, and. I'm an ex-dancer, so I would stretch because she's very physical as a vampire. And um, I, I kind of pictured her as if an owl and a monkey could become one. What would she be like, you know, locked in a cage? 
and uh, and 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 that's where she kind of came from. A little bit. Of, I started off as a wolf, and it didn't quite didn't quite resonate, and uh, a little bit, but not so so much because uh, she has a she still feels, you know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was one thing um, that came up in that first episode. It was it was weird seeing them being so cognizant. I'm thinking because I'm so used to seeing not necessarily vampire movies anymore. Now we're all about zombies, and of course they're they're mostly yes. mindless. But we're back to the vampires yeah. again, which is awesome. But now they are thinking, mm-hmm. feeling creatures, like you said. Yeah. Well, it appears that some of them yeah. are because he talked about the feral vampires and then the feeder ones which hunt you down. So we know the feral ones, I would yeah. assume, are just a little bit more on the animalistic side. Yeah, um, it, they, they vary the kind of vampires. The age of the vampire also takes into place what they eat, all kinds of stuff. Um, takes play in how they process and who they were before they were vampires as well also influences, you know. And, um, and so I had to think a lot about that with Doc and, uh, and how to approach her as a vampire. Okay. Now I know we can't know this yet, but do you have like a backstory that you know for the doc, or do you have like headcanon that you made up for her until they fill it out? I, I did, I did, and I've been pitching the writers, and they kind of politely nod to me. So <laughs> 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 I'm sure they have a, a different backstory, and they told me little things here and there. But uh, just as uh, for my process, I, I like to come up with a backstory because then little things will happen which trigger. You know, we're all, we're human beings are made up of pattern, behavioral patterns. So mm-hmm. I, I like to figure out what those triggers might be for a character. Awesome. So how is this show different from other things that you've worked on? Oh, wow. This show is very different. Um, we, um, we shot in a studio here in Vancouver and... There are others, it, it used to be an old post office building, and it's like seven stories high and a whole city block. And so other shows were in there at the same time. Pinky Shades of Grey was in there. Uh, uh, the, other, the Netflix show Travelers was in there. Um, it was the most office-like experience I've ever had because we were in there for months, and the other shows were in there for months. And... You get into, you come there, you know, four or five o'clock in the morning, get in the elevator, and oh, there's the Fifty Shades of Grey guys. Hey guys, how's it going? Like, oh, it's good, you know. And it was, it, it felt so regular. Um, and then just the overall dynamic amongst the cast and crew on set was very family-like. And this is, I don't know, I've been doing this for a little while, and I can count on one hand um, how many times that has actually happened. Um, it was a beautiful experience. We still talk with each other and get together and go out for drinks. It's, it's been a wonderful, beautiful experience in that way. You know, that, definitely different that way. That's something I've noticed with a lot of the sci-fi shows that are on is the cast mm-hmm. seems to get along great with each, with each other. I mean, I've talked with the Z Nation cast and we've talked with the mm-hmm. 12 Monkeys cast and everybody, and everybody just seems to get along. Oh, good show running. I mean, like, and good casting, I guess. I, I haven't been on either of those shows, but I, I just know it was Ben Helsing. I mean, I just saw Allison Wanzura the other day. She came over <laughs> just to hang out. And uh, it was wonderful. It was wonderful. I am truly grateful for the friendships I've made working on this show. All right, so take us into the day in life of shooting on set. Like, when, did, when does your day start and what's that like? 
Holy smokes. Okay, so this is a show that um, one of the earliest call times um, because I had a ton of makeup to do. It's subtle in the in the final project, but the makeup process took two and a half hours to do. So I was in the chair, I don't know, like 4.30 in the morning and um, and trying to try my hardest to stay awake and go over my lines and whatnot. And uh, everybody else would come about an hour into doing makeup. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then we would start blocking two hours into me being done my makeup. We'd block it, and then they'd finish the last bit of my makeup. Um, and then we'd start shooting the first scene. We'd normally shoot... Well, it would depend. If it were a big fight sequence, that would take up the majority of the day. Um, but if it were just more talk-talk scenes, we would go through them pretty effortlessly. Um, I mean, I have to give a shout-out to our first AD, Phil Shapera, because he kept the, the show running so tightly. Um, one of the beautiful things about the show was, you know, I was done work by about 7 p.m., and so I was able to come home and still put my kids to bed, um, which is very rare when you're working on the show. You often don't really get to see your family that much. And uh, so I really appreciated that. That's really cool. And that would be a day. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever made a mistake and just walked off with uh, your makeup still on? Uh, no, I really, really wanted to go out for lunch one day. Um, and just like there's a great place called Taco Fino in town. <laughs> like, uh-huh. I would love to just walk down the street and, and just order a taco. But no, it was it was a funny thing being in makeup because you know when you're not acting, you're just who you are, obviously. Yeah, and yeah. you'd you'd walk to let's say go to the crafty table and get a little snack, and people are always kind of looking at you, not normally. And and I'm looking at everybody normally, like, why is everybody, oh, right, my face. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and it was just kind of a way of life when we were shooting those scenes. That's awesome. Now, uh, you said you, have a, a ba- you were a dancer in the past? In the past, yeah, lots of ballet, hip-hop, jazz, yada, yada, and- yada, yada. Like a lot of the stunts, because I, I can see this being a, a show with lots of stunt work and everything, um, like mm-hmm. high flying, whichever. Like, did, has that helped you a lot? I feel yeah. the physicality of Doc, it really helped me a lot. Okay. Um, I, I would not have been able to do what I did in that cage without my training. Um, yeah, it did help a lot. Yeah, cause Doc was bouncing around that uh, cage quite a bit there. Oh yeah, it was a great workout. What what are my favorite points? Uh, what are my favorite sections in the in the episode? What I found really interesting was how everybody was scared of Doc in the cage, but Sam walks up, doesn't say anything, and scares Doc. Yeah, <laughs> I, like, I loved that moment. That was one of the first times, actually, like first moments with Chris. Um, we were so excited for that moment. He 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 is my mentor on set he doesn't know but i i love watching that guy work he's such a pro so good yes i would have to agree when i, when I heard he was in the show also i was like oh this is going to be interesting and then i didn't knew, oh, yeah. knew nothing about his character until the first episode i went huh this should be interesting <laughs> mm-hmm. so good all right so i have another question for you but you probably won't answer it okay, <laughs> okay so <laughs> 
so uh, again, so we know Vanessa's blood has some special vamp altering properties. She can heal herself. Would it be safe to assume that there's a possibility that your character Doc could possibly be cured of her vampirism like that other guy we saw at some point in season in the season? You're gonna have to watch. You're gonna have to watch. <laughs> and you, you know, you know that I am. I will be watching for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Another month to go, and we'll get there eventually. I know. <laughs> Well, I had a question um, about um, like the Van Helsing movie. So there were all these different kinds of monsters and things. So are we just getting vampires in the show, or are we gonna get werewolves and other things like that? Or it's I gotta watch. Vampire, it's a vampire apocalypse. Okay. Um, it's vampires. This this show has nothing to do with the movie in any Got it. way. I I, I, I appreciate that. Like I was very excited when the show first came on that it wasn't set way back whenever and that it was set like in the present or the you know post apocalyptic. I'm very comfortable in the post post apocalyptic realm. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. Like this was interesting. <laughs> right. And that was that was something I was talking about with Courtney earlier is like Van Helsing's been around since Dracula since like eighteen ninety seven. He was always a vampire hunter slash monster hunter. So we were wondering how much of that would actually play through. And just being all vampires, I'm totally fine with that. We, yeah, no, no, I, I, it's, it's, van, it's vampires as far as I know. Hey, you know? I'm good with that. No need to bring in anything else. Just keep it simple. Exactly. <laughs> well, we'll see, we'll, see, we'll see what the writers have planned. You know? <laughs> well, there's that, too. If they bring it in, then we're fine with it, too. But, yeah, we'll see. They told you. They don't give us much information. <laughs> Well, with the writing and the acting from the first episode, I'm ready for whatever you guys bring. Just keep bringing that. Uh, awesome. awesome. <laughs> well, Thanks. I think we uh, pretty much... Any other questions we're going to ask you, you don't tell us to watch the episodes. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> and we still have another month before that gets going here. Uh, we'll start it up again. So how can people find yeah. you on social media? Oh, you can, follow, you can follow me on Twitter. I'm on there like a fiend. It's Rakia Bernard. Um, is my name. You can follow me on Instagram at Rakia.Bernard, and I'm on Facebook. It's just my name, Rakia, R-U-K-I-Y-A, Bernard, B-E-R-N-A-R-D, at Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. That's me. All right. There you go, everybody. We'll have that links in the show notes, and we'll have it up on the Facebook page and everything else. So Definitely. We got that. Amazing. Right. Thank you. And any, anytime you want to do another interview, I'm here. Oh, we need to get, oh, awesome. get a couple more episodes out and then we'll, we'll talk to you. Yes. Yeah. We're going to want to talk to you yeah. all the time. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, Van Helsing, Van Helsing's 13 episode season, um, season premieres officially on Sci Fi this fall on Friday, September 23rd, 9 p.m., 9 p.m. Central. Thank you. They didn't have that available for us, so I appreciate it. I believe it comes on after Z Nation, I believe. I'm not really. Oh, after or before perfect. one of the two, because okay. I know it's on the same Friday. We'd like to thank you for taking time out of your day to chat with us, and we look forward to seeing more of you and Van Helsing when it starts up next month. Yeah, great. Thank you. So that was our interview, and what do you think, dear Courtney? Looking forward to oh. Van Helsing? I am so excited. Like the next time you tell me about a show, I'm going to listen very carefully, Brad. I mean, I, I listen anyway, you. but you were telling me and you were so excited about it. And I was like, okay, Brad. Okay. Okay. I know. And then I listened to the interview that, um, um, Lindy did. That was Lindy or Liz. Uh, one of them do. Okay. Uh, I listened to the interview that they did, um, back at Comic-Con and that looked good. And then I saw the episode and I am completely, completely sold. I'm excited for this. It looks so cool. I'm just totally looking forward to it. 
Yeah. Um, and I had so many questions for just and, and not not to say that the show left so many things out. It just like piqued my interest that much that I want to know everything. And I know I can't know everything yet. Well, I think that was our problem was like, OK, we're interviewing Doc and she's was in the cage. And yeah, our, there's so many questions that we wanted to answer or to ask, but we, we just had to wait. I mean, I love the, the first episode of it. It was really great. I can't wait till we get more of it. I'm looking forward yeah. to this one. I'm really impressed yeah. with it. It'll look great. Definitely. And, you know, anything being on After Sea Nation is great also. Oh, absolutely. That's going to be the Friday night right there. Oh, yes. And like she said, uh, she'll definitely come back and talk to us when, when we know more than we can ask her those questions. So we might be podcasting this one on a weekly basis. Like we've done some of the other stuff. We'll have to see we how that works. We definitely will. <laughs> Don't miss that. Yes. Okay. And we were discussing things where um, the previous podcast that we did for um, Legends of Tomorrow, mm-hmm. we might condense that into a time travel-y or time, timey-wimey. Our timey-wimey, spacey-wacey. Not Doctor Who, but like time travel things. Like we already do 12 Monkeys and that's right. its own thing. But we want to continue to do Legends of Tomorrow if we can. Before I want to say yeah. time, it was it time after time right? and frequency on... CW, like every network has a time travel show coming up. Well, before you, you jump, you know that, right? Yeah, I do. Everything has time travel. Before you jump into time travel and we lose people because we got yeah. out of Van Helsing, let yeah. me just say you can find us over at purefandom.com and we'll have the articles there. Also on Facebook, if you look up uh, the Facebook group for Van Helsing sci fi fan group, Pure Fandom, huh, that's us. We're go there. Ahead and join it. Hi. It's, you know, the only one out there right now. So go ahead and join us. Get up there. We're going to have links to uh, the interview that they did outside uh, Comic Con that actually gives a little bit more information than Rikia was actually giving us. Um, there's a couple other things in the in this interview that they did out there. We'll have links to that post. We'll have this posted up there. Uh, we got some pictures and stuff to post from the episode and stuff yes. like that. We'll have all yeah. sorts of little insider stuff. So go on over Facebook, Van Helsing. Just type it in there and you'll see Van Helsing Sci-Fi Fan Group. There you go. Join it. Come in. It's free. There you go. Right. Yeah. And if you're one of those people who don't live tweet, I live tweet. Brad does not really live tweet a lot. You can join the Facebook group for discussions and we'll make sure it's spoiler free where it's only one thread where you can uh, just talk and post during the episode. Yep. And we'll do that. And I, Chances are I'll be doing it because I do it when I do Z Nation anyhow. Yeah. And yeah. I know how to correctly set up the threads to doing this stuff because I've been doing this yes. for 10 years now. Yeah. <laughs> so pretty much. We make it work and keep you guys unspoiled. Yes, definitely. And uh, we will have hopefully some more cast members on to talk with us a little bit. Fingers we're, crossed. We're working stuff. There's stuff and things in the works. Ah, uh, stuff and things. Stuff I love and stuff things. and things. And like Courtney was saying, we're probably going to be doing some other little podcast things this fall. A lot of stuff. On. Yeah. I think we definitely want to do at least one podcast talking about some of the things we're excited to see this fall, like something generic. I would like to do that. Yes. I'm I would too. Because there's a lot of stuff out there. Absolutely. Maybe we can bug some other pure fandom people to ju- jump in on the chat. Oh, round this. table. Yes, definitely. Definitely. Let's work on that. Cool. All right. Absolutely. So you got anything else before we end this thing? 
Well, uh, just telling people where they can find us. They can find me on Twitter. I'm at Jen Deb and he is Brad ZB. He's there a lot. He doesn't like to tweet, but he's still over there a lot. Yep. You can also follow at Pure Fandom just to keep up to date on some of the latest articles that have been posted. Be sure to use hashtag Pure Fans when talking about a show so we can chat along with you. Check out Pure Fandom on Facebook when you're not checking out the Van Halen sci-fi group. Like that's awesomeness just right there. Uh, and of course, Van Helsing's 13 episode season premieres officially on sci-fi this fall on Friday, September 23rd. And uh, Rikia said it's coming on at 10 PM, right? Nine central. Nine central. Yeah. Something like that. It's, it's, yep. on there. Yep. it's, it's either before or after sci-fi. Uh, after yeah. I wanted to and- and make sure you follow her because a lot of the sci-fi shows are really, really good about live tweeting during the show. I know 12 Monkeys does it. And um, who, who else? Z Nation. Z Nation does they do it. All everybody too. does it. So. Everybody, everybody pretty much does it. So do the people for Dark Matter. Uh, it's going to be uh, 10, 9 Central is what time it is. Yeah, yeah Dark yeah. Matter. Everybody, Killjoys, they all get on social media. Yeah, like sci-fi is an awesome network. Because that they, they know. They just, yeah, that's they like awesome. to interact. They do interact, and like th- that's how they get the, in- the enthusiasm. Besides having an amazing show, like they'll work with you too. Like they'll talk to you too about the show. So I, I love that. Like that's a great part of fandom for me. Yes, like being involved. So. Very much so. Yeah, that's it. Until um, let's say one day next week, we're gonna get a, some kind of roundtable together. Um, I'll check with Lindy and Liz and see if maybe they can be involved. Well, we'll see if we can get something set up for next week, like you were talking. Definitely. About. And we'll do that. And until next time, we'll talk to y'all later. Don't get bit by a vampire. Or do.